Live from Genghis Cohen in the heart of Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show. Tonight we have special guests, the lovely and talented Rachel Mullins, the equally lovely but not quite as talented Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black, our very special guest, star of 16 and Pregnant, Teen Mom, My Teenage Dream Ended, Farah Abraham. And now, the host with all the meats that Arby's doesn't have, Stephen Kramer Glickman! Hey, there we go. Yes, hello. Good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Thank Farrah you, Mike. Abraham, thank you so much for being and here. Thank you, Mike Black. Mike is now leaving because he's Mike sick. Is leaving. Mike. Sorry, that was Mike. an intro. Yeah. Mike, drop. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it really is. So it's so nice to have you here. How are things going? Amazing. Thanks for having me. This of is course. so fun. No, very, very exciting. How's your day been so far today? Um, a crazy day? Heck, heck of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it seems you, you have quite a life. Quite. I, I have quite the real life you really? off of reality TV. I have quite the real, real one. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Uh, where, uh, where did you grow up? Where are you from originally? Um, I am born and raised in Iowa, Council Bluffs, Iowa, Omaha, Nebraska. They're like well, river what? cities. Okay. So yeah, um, that's born and raised. And I spent my time here between Los Angeles and Austin, Texas. And I just travel all over. Yeah. Wow, that's bananas. Wow. Yeah. Uh, now, you um, did you? Uh, I know that we've 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 talked a lot about your career and kind of we've been talking we've been talking uh, mm-hmm. ourselves pr- prior to we've been in. talking we've been talking <laughs> we're talking about, about your ears burning uh, yes yeah. m- most likely most likely um, so you you kind of got your start uh, on uh, sixteen and on pregnant sixteen and pregnant yeah, yeah. MTV now like uh, what was that experience like how did you like, get yeah like how does how, MTV how did you even how does MTV get somebody in Iowa to be How on do TV? They like find I don't you? think you that. know what I found myself um, acting modeling at a young age, and then in one of these coach programs that I was in. Oddly, I was a teenager then, and um, I was fifteen when she met me, and then I turned sixteen. At the end of the coaching program, I ended up getting pregnant. So, and still to this day, um, after, you know, nine years on Teen Mom, she's like right there by my side. Um, but yeah, she's the one who was like, hey, even if you're pregnant, because I had to let her know, um, she's like, you can get work or you just keep putting yourself out there and you have your own message and your own feeling about what your life is and it'll be great. So I did. I put out like three casting tapes the next day. MTV's 16 and Pregnant um, was one of them. And yeah, I got a call back the next week and it has taken up a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. So do you, <laughs> do you spend any time or like do you know the other girls that were on that show? Um, I don't spend any of my energy with that. <laughs> I think I tried initially, mm-hmm. you know, like the newbie syndrome. I really yeah. want everybody I work with to be friends with me and I really hope that we can all do that. Um, but I just learned earlier on, just like growing up in my normal life, um, you may be prettier or talented or something else and not everybody is as self-confident as you and it creates jealousy and there's been some nasty things over the years working with my co-stars okay really wow really like, they what? didn't try to punch you on stage with dr drew really did, did that really <laughs> did that really happen did they really try to punch you on stage during yeah the- that did oh but i have God. more self-control so i don't I don't behave like that. Well, a lot mm-hmm. of those girls are rough, though. Like a couple of them. They be rough. They be tough. But I'm. I don't play. No. 
no, you don't play around. Uh, neither does my girlfriend, by the way. Who Good. Is, uh, That's what I like to hear. <laughs> she's a keeper. She's from yeah. Detroit. She yeah. doesn't mess around. Yeah, that, and you need to have people that are a little tough in, yeah. in life, you know? Yes, I just want to say my daughter happens to be here and now she's <laughs> drinking my water. She's, 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 she's licking it out of the glass, by the way. Yeah, well, I might have to grab a straw, a straw. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, this is well, what we do when we don't have a straw. We just lick like we're a dog and a dog, like a dog bowl. Straws God. are straws are a thing of the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to have straws now. Like that's the big yeah. push is like get rid of plastic straws. Yeah, eco friendly is what I call it. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get maybe we can get her a straw. We can get her. Oh, a straw. we're can, gonna wait right know? now. No, okay. Is that okay? <laughs> when when you did your casting tape for teen or. 16 and pregnant what did they ask for in your audition tape um I don't it was just basic interview to me like I had no idea like I just answered it however I answered but I did find it very fun that I think two years back they started releasing our casting tapes and I was at I was pleasantly surprised they started the show for a positive and good reason and Mm -hmm. that's why I continue to stay with it even though some other things were not the positive that I applied for it was kind of I mean, I never, I didn't watch the show because I was never in the demo to watch that show, right? Yeah. But it was seemed like sort of an exploitation kind of thing to me when it came out. I think that was the prevailing idea was like, MTV, wh- why are you putting 16-year-old girls on TV who are pregnant and sort of taking advantage of them to just milk it for stories? Like, is that sort of how you felt? So I felt if it started feeling like that and it crossed a line, I cannot do this to myself or my child or I wouldn't want any other girls applying or casting for the show if that's what it was doing mm-hmm. um so yeah I <laughs> I'm gonna let that be up to everyone's discretion I'm not a part of it anymore for a real reason I love it that's but the real reason why in, in my casting tapes and what they were showing of the casting tapes on a bright side um was that the women who were chosen were basically saying they wanted to share their story and with their children it wasn't holding them back and they could accomplish great things and successes with being a teen parent. Mm -hmm. And I was just happy to see that. And I definitely lived up to that, and I do that every day. So I'm happy I stayed true to the girl who applied for the show. Like, that's me then, this is me now. That's right. so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you 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 got such a great kid and you guys I'm lucky so happy. that a little bit yeah. Sophie she's got some chocolate milk on her tongue. <laughs> How old is she now? Um 9, the big nine. 9. Oh wow. wow. So you have, you're halfway you're halfway through. Yeah. Basically. She's almost there. <laughs> I was a big teen mom fan because my best friend had her daughter when we were 16. Wow. And we used to take her to high school with us and change her diaper in the gym and like I do the it. whole thing. <laughs> I and love I, it. And I thought that was one of the good points of you know, either teen mom or 16 and pregnant or whatever. It's like, it can be done, first yes. of all. And you're not alone because there's a, no. a mega isolation factor yes. in that. And we're still kind of doing the whole, you know, modern day scarlet letter and situation. And it's not okay to do because there are so many bright, intelligent women um, that have children young. And, oh, well. It does, to me, I see 40-year-old women who I'm BFFs with who are having crazier times dealing with it than some teen moms who oh, I yeah, grew up with. Sure. So I don't really think there's an age. I think um, negativity towards a certain age group is almost like discrimination. And totally. I'm just like, I'm keep on with my keep on. I like positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I never felt like Adriana slowed us down at all. Like, she went everywhere with us. And as the older I get, you know, more people have 
kids that are in my friend's group that are, you know, at a more, you know, normal age to have it. And they're like, oh my God, I can't leave the house. I can't do anything. I haven't seen sunlight in three months. Like, you know, these things are portable, right? Like you just put them in the carrier and go. I mean, I have some girlfriends in New York who do not leave their house after having their children. So I'm like, I'm happy I just didn't live my life like that. Like I made the most out of, and I still do out of every day that I have my daughter, um, but definitely each age. And I don't, I never really stayed in the house that much. Can we ask your daughter a funny question? Uh, yes, Sophia, yeah. get on the mic. Sophia, hop on the mic. Hi, Sophia. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, tell us something funny about your mom. Tell us a funny thing about your mom. Um, well, every sentence that she says, she always ends it with the word life. <laughs> and it's really annoying. With the word, <laughs> with the word life? Mm-hmm. Like, give us an example. What is she like, saying? beach life. <laughs> car life and every single other word ending with life. Oh, that's pretty funny. So right now it's podcast life. Podcast life. Podcast life. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Uh, what, uh, how about this? Um, what is uh, what's one of your favorite things about your mom? What's one of your favorite things? Um, probably that she likes me. Aww. <laughs> likes, I love. <laughs> Oh, love life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I did that right now, somebody would get really not okay. <laughs> I love it. Don't, now, I heard a rumor that you own a furniture store called Furnished by Farah. Is that true? That is so not a rumor. Yes. That is, that um, is true. Go- yeah, I'm going in my second year. I actually opened up three businesses within the same year. Oh, um, my God. Yes. Yeah, so I have a frozen yogurt store, um, Froco, and mm-hmm. every all the kids just light up when they see Koba, our mascot. And where is that? Um, Austin, Texas. Oh, so that's in Austin. Okay. Yes. Um, so that's why we go back very often and our family's there um and then furnished by farah is just the dream uh, for everybody who has like a house a home loves interior design endless endless shopping mm-hmm. um and then sophia she has sophia laurent her children's boutique so she sells toys clothing all that fun stuff it's like a birthday and christmas every day mm-hmm. oh my gosh. um so it's yeah it's been so so such a now, joyful experience. I also read you had a spaghetti sauce. Did you have a spaghetti sauce? My sauce? mother. Your mother. My mother okay. um, wanted to create, which was a very smart idea, um, our mom and me sauce and also wines. So we had it in Whole Foods and different grocery store um, chains here in California, everywhere. And yeah, my grandma knows she has some good sauce. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, family recipe. And I'm just all about being a girl boss, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you really have. You've turned uh, your career into into uh, being a, a thing. being a thing, having a thing, having all sorts of different yeah. streams of income from all different types of jobs. I mean, it's fun. All different types of companies. You can just keep on. Keep. What on. else do you want to do? Um. Well, right now we're working on my app. So ExcapeX, um, they're coming out with um, like Paris Hilton's app, my app. They have a lot of cool celebrities coming out. And I'm also just working on my first film, Mm -hmm. which is adapted from my memoir that was on the New York Times bestsellers list. Um, So my teenage dream ended. I'm turning it into a screenplay. And that's just, I mean, I was a writer and author, but like screenplay is totally different. So I've been doing production classes and acting more so I can really understand Uh, Because me writing something and demanding from somebody else, it's like Mm -hmm. a whole situation. Yeah, that's a lot lot of work. Um, uh, No, didn't you just release the audio book for that as well? I did. And I'm like, 
I really underestimated the process. I was in that studio for three days and then it took the guys like a week to edit it. Um, yeah. Audio booking is like no joke. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Yeah, Where you spend that? a lot of time in a booth when you do that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's. A I lot. mean, I that's thought I couldn't lot. read anymore. I couldn't talk anymore. I was like, <laughs> and then I just like had to fly out of town. Sophie and I just traveled for a month after that. Wow. <laughs> Where did you guys go to? Where did you go, Soph? Fiji, Italy, Nice, and Dubai. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh yeah, I saw pictures of you guys in Dubai. There were pictures. <laughs> there were pictures posted. Of you guys in Dubai. That yes. looked like that was a really good time. I mean, it was, it was worth it. We loved it. Every second of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, um, there's been, uh, you know, in like, you know, you pop up in the news. Mm-hmm. You're a newsworthy uh, lady. You pop up people. people I don't know. Hear, <laughs> we, I mean, I think I'm, I, live, I lead a boring life. You really do. It's a, <laughs> but it's that's, a, I mean, that's a testament of the MTV machine, though. Yeah, uh, you. So you were in the news just like a couple days ago because of a of, of a situation that happened. Um, there was a situation. You, I'm unaware that there was even a situation. It was a type of situation that happened. Do you want to do you want to share maybe like your side of how things went down that day? If you, you yeah, were, you know, I don't even just share my side of the story. I just know and am truthful and an, and am honest about what is. And simply said, I go out for a dinner meeting and we've been at a hotel all day, um, the same hotel. So I wasn't trespassing and I'm just outside on my own while my friends go to the restroom and then I'm harassed by about four to five police officers What? and hotel staff, Mm -hmm. which was mostly in the valet area. And I have to say, I very much tried to talk and be as understanding of everybody trying to speak with me but if that was just a normal man or other people on the street interrogating me and they weren't police I wouldn't have been asking or answering their questions Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have allowed them to just take my wallet and look at my stuff I wouldn't have allowed them to ask me oh are you driving are you this are you that so me being harassed and then targeted once they've seen my license and they know who I am and all they can do is lie and say, I, um, God, what did they say? I, I don't know. Battered is what I read. Um, and I didn't even touch anyone and I was standing outside on my own. So I literally don't know what the situation everyone is making out about me. I've never believed the horrible lies that have been said about me and to try to get a mugshot or put me in jail or do nasty, nasty things to a hardworking single woman who has the best interest of everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really sad and shocking. It's shocking. like, a, you, you know, I have to say I've seen the most evil in the world. I think anyone could see. And mm-hmm. I have to just say, I just keep on with my keep on. I mean, I got gift suites. I got awards to go to. I have yeah. real life success. Mm-hmm. I don't want these negatives ruining my success. And I really feel like, you know, watching like I, I Tanya, that film, yeah, you know, all those negatives attacking somebody who has a success, who has a career and it was all lies and her career was ruined. I just really felt like some of those attacks happened to me and it's really, really sad. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really, that's so wow. rough. Yeah, and you were a guest at the hotel. Right. I was. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a paying customer. And yeah, I walk right in after I get out of confinement for 12 mm-hmm. hours. 
And oh yeah, you're more than welcome to come back in. They, that's <laughs> what they said. Do you need anything? Let me help you. Do you need extra towels? <laughs> you're like, are so, you kidding me? That was a whole situation, and it's just sad that I can't be out to a certain time, or I can't find myself alone, just mm-hmm. breathing the air outside. Um, but yeah, I learned from it, and I know yeah, because it's a story. It's a yeah. story for them. Like it was definitely a story for, I mean, I didn't even have my phone. Um, my friend Kate, who was trying to get a hold of me and followed me and was trying to be like, what are you doing to my friend? Um, she had my phone, so I couldn't even call my family. Um, I couldn't even know what was going on outside. And when I got out and I saw all of the lies and from the police and from the hotel staff directly, that was really, really insane. Wow. How oh did God. that many police randomly end up in the valet of the Bel Air of the Beverly Hills Hotel? Because I, that valet you is know what? huge. Like yeah. they didn't uh, just happen to be there. I don't really know. Um and I just know that the Beverly Hills Hotel, they know like what the paparazzi cars look like. They know what they're doing. They know who to call. Beverly Hills is very small. I'm not shocked by anything that happened, but I no longer want to put myself or my daughter around that. And I guess if I can't live in Beverly Hills and enjoy what I pay for, then I'm I'm not going to really stick around. Yeah. yeah. Like no, you feel it was a sense. setup? My friends and I have nothing more to even, you know, what, I, what can we think other than... Um, you didn't resist. You gave him your stuff. You yeah. were honest. You just were there. Like you, I didn't touch anyone. I wasn't trespassing. So I don't know what else I can say other than I'm just above the blame. And that's yeah. why I'm mm-hmm. out and I'm free. And um, it's sad that I'm bullied like that. Yeah. It's yeah. very, yeah, it's, it's, that's messed up. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about a couple different shows that you've, uh, pe- like people you've worked with or been on their show. Oh, who so have I just, worked with? Just give us, you get it. <laughs> oh, I'll say, I'll say a name and then you kind of give me like first impression or like a, any, anything that comes to mind. Weird story, anything like that. Okay. Uh, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. I think he should have never tried to tear apart my family while we were on his show. That was really just disgusting is to that see what he a was, man. Is that what he was trying to do? That's what he was trying to accomplish. I mean, it's easy every day with me and my mom. She doesn't really want us to get along anyways. So just that added some fuel to the fire. <laughs> is that around the time when you went on the uh, the couples show, the couples therapy show that you were on when you were on there with your mother? Was that around that same time frame? or? or? I don't know if that was then or after. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was a little after couple therapy. It went on. Okay. How about this? How about the, there was a show called The Test. Oh, The Test. Oh, my God. That's that, was that the lie detector show? Yeah. Did you do was that? It, did you do the did show The Test? Did they say that I was pregnant or something? I have no idea. It was a I guy, definitely wasn't. Kirk Fox was the host yeah. of that show. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. Like, is that Kirk Fox's show? It was Kirk Fox's show. Where is he show. now? He does stand up. He, he does stand up. Oh How, my God. Here's a super weird story, though. Kirk yes. Fox, uh, as far as I know, Kirk Fox was Dr. Phil's tennis coach yeah oh that's wow. how he knows him and that's and why then, dr phil produced that show for him. yeah and he was like he was like hey i'm gonna do this show called the test and you're gonna host it and do a hundred episodes of the show and he was like but you have to shave your mustache first okay because there can't yeah. be two mustaches <laughs> well i take dr phil's butt to the court and whoop him but mm-hmm. i have to say i don't know i wasn't pregnant for that test okay, well, that's <laughs> good. all right yeah. how about uh, uh david tell did you, Dave uh, the comedian David? Oh Tell, my god, I had so much fun um, at the Underground in New yeah. York. Yeah. I think that's where I was with him. And yeah, I mean, it's good to be like 
Farah and comedy rather Farah and drama. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I like to flip the narrative. There's so many different sides to me. So yeah, it was really cool and I had a blast and it was just a great day. I mean, I would do it again. I really feel like I could have a stand-up night and just talk about all the craziness that I deal with. Oh, I think I'm sure. Maybe I'll yeah. have like a comedy night. Well, you, you should. should. You'll come to, you should come to our live show because we do a live version of the podcast at the Hollywood Improv once a month. Yeah. Oh. Um, on stage, sold out crowd, 200 people, and then you can talk to some people. 10.30 night on a Saturday. I mean, so I'm going to wear like a wetsuit in case people throw things at me. No, um, no. Yeah. Our, our audience yeah. would love you. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're doing our show. The next show we do is June 23rd, and yeah. on that show, we have a uh, Mean Girls reunion, the movie Mean Girls. Mean we Girls. have mm-hmm. two of the cast members from that coming to do the show. That is so fun. Yeah, we have and, uh, uh, the voice of Bender on Futurama is coming. Oh my gosh! We always fun. have lots of fun, uh, yeah. fun neat people. So if you ever want to come do that, I mean, yeah. we'd love to have. We'll you. have to plan that yeah. out. Sounds Absolutely. good. Now, <laughs> celebrity, celebrity, Big Brother. Oh my God! Uh-huh. You know what I thought of <sighs> Celebrity Big Brother recently when I was in confinement. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was. You, like, you know what? England, right? You know what I said to myself. Out of all these TV shows that I've done and everything, like literally I was like, is this like punked? Am I in Celebrity Big Brother again? Like I really didn't understand what was going on and why mm-hmm. why I was in confinement, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so being in Celebrity Big Brother, I had no phone. I had no civilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, this prepared me for that. I mean, I literally was going to be like in anxiety, shock. Like it was just crazy. Who mm-hmm. was on the show with you when you were on the show? Oh, um, yeah, Daniel well, Baldwin, uh, Janice Dickinson, Jenna Jameson. I mean, I was in the best one. It was U.S. against U.K. Didn't oh, my say, God. Now, I read that. Brits, watch out. That on the wrap-up <laughs> show, sort of like the, the reunion thing they do afterwards, that you allegedly got into a fight with Janice Dickinson. Is that something that happened? No, so I actually, um, Janice Dickinson was at the mercy of me to get back to the U.S.A., because she, for no reason, which she does things all the time for no reason. Yeah. Um. So I was being attacked. Mm-hmm. Somebody like was literally trying to beat my butt wow. on the set. And she was saying this all over Twitter. I mean, Sophia knows I don't put up with bullying and I want her to know we don't tolerate bullying mm-hmm. um, or cyberbullying. So there's this girl who nobody knows in London. She kept saying that she was going to attack me on this show. They mm-hmm. still allowed her to be on there. So she's she was on the panel from like yes. the England side that we don't know who she is, but in England they yeah. might. Yeah, or okay. they don't even know her. Yeah. Um, she's a criminal. Um, so that's another reason why I don't like reality TV. You can be a criminal and you will have to work with criminals. Oh, yeah. And then you oh are just God. unsafe at I, every moment. I think moment. They, they book criminals on purpose because they know they'll do weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. especially the British version ones. I th- was that the chick that Leslie Jordan got in a fight with? I don't know who Leslie Jordan is right now. Oh, um, yeah, little tiny guy. Okay, well, he's probably awesome. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. she starts attacking me. Jenna is like, Farah, we need to go. We need to go. Janice just out of nowhere, picks up a chair and throws it at me. Whoa. Oh, my God. So she goes full hello Janice on Dickinson you. threw a chair at you. Yeah, and the other girl <laughs> couldn't get to me because of all that. But anyways, so yeah, so Janice had to apologize to me and everything. Otherwise, I wasn't going to let her out of the country. Like, she could just go sit in jail yeah. there. Oh, my um, God. But the sadder thing is the person who started all of this, who should have really been in jail... They wrote me a letter and said they didn't have enough money to keep her in jail. So I will never be caught in a crazy situation like that in another country again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really think productions need to um, 
just like, I mean, if I do something, I would totally, you know, be like thrown away and whatever. But if a criminal does something, oh no, we don't have the money to hold them in. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just crazy. That's bananas. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. All right, I got another one for you. Million dollar matchmaker. Oh my god, uh, I'm you? still single, Patty. <laughs> ah! Stanger, the Patty yeah. Stanger. What? What? Is, what's? Uh, what's she like? Gemini love. Like we got nothing but love for each other, and I really had a great experience. She's a great woman. Who'd she set you up with? Um, two boys that I don't think told her the truth. Um, and <laughs> I didn't end up talking to him. Yeah. Really? Really. I think it happens a lot on that show. Like I, yeah. I've seen episodes of the show and I'm like, that guy doesn't really have money. Like you can tell. Yeah. 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 So you can't lie to me. It was like no. that, uh, like who wants to marry a millionaire? And then that turned out that guy was just a comic. So I'm like, there's no way oh. that guy had a million dollars. No Dear way. God. I yeah. mean, I don't know what if I would do any more dating shows. I did so many. I traveled the world last year and I still couldn't find anyone on MTV Single AF. What are you, uh, what are you <laughs> interested in? Like what type of guy are you looking? Do you have like a type that you like? You know, I don't even think it's a type. I just need somebody trustworthy, honest, hardworking. I mean, that's just hard enough to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's maybe it, try that Austin, is, not LA. No, girl, I've tried everything. I'm just done. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I have anxiety <laughs> thinking that I would even date anyone anymore. But yeah, yeah. No, I love it. Um, so what's the app? What's the app that you have coming out? Um, it's just gonna be my app for my brand, and we just show like fun, different stuff, kind of like you know Kylie and everybody else who has her app. So it's like snippets of your life. Sophia's mm-hmm. gonna be mimicking me on my app. Like she's, doing <laughs> now. she's doing a great job. Yes. Yeah, Good I impression. can't really um, say yet, but I'm wor- working on a master class, and that's where a lot of that will be. Um, I'm just about, you know, empowering others, and I get so many entrepreneurs and other people who want to do businesses, so I think I just want to focus on that part. Mm-hmm. I get that. And know, when is I that going to come out? Um, they say in 28 days. That's mm-hmm. all I know. I'm like, well, sorry, all these. Yeah. <laughs> Which phone is it? Just There's like five phones on. There you go. Rachel. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> get your phone off the table, <laughs> Rachel. so many phones. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's great. Did um, you mean yeah. for your outfit to match the Beverly Hills Hotel? Did you mean to oh match the polo Oh, my God, I had no idea. Pretty little things. Um, they hooked me up with some, you know, great fashion. And I don't know. That's just what I happen to be in. Mm-hmm. But you know what? God has my back. He's like, you're going to match that hotel so they know that's where they you were. So now, before the whole reality TV stuff happened, you were obviously trying to get into the entertainment business as a kid. Like, you wanted to be a model? You wanted to be an actress? Was no, like- I just looked at it as, like, I fit that. I earn money like that. And um, I started, like, other little companies growing up, my little endeavors. And the blue-collar thing of me, like, trying to apply for a... Um, I worked at a grocery store chain for like four years. Mm-hmm. That's not like paying my bills. That's yeah. not like feeding me what my brain need. I can run a grocery store. Like I don't need to work as a freaking cart girl. So yeah, it was just that extra thing and it was just perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so mean, my other girlfriends would come to me to the castings mm-hmm. and you could only imagine how their faces looked every time when I would be chosen and they won it. You get the call back and then and it, it's yeah. just like there are certain things. God has a certain journey for everybody and you just got to like embrace it. Mm-hmm. Where would you like uh, all of this to kind of end up? Do you have like a uh, like if if you could kind of see yourself like 10 years down the line like where would you what would you like to be doing i mean i kind of feel like i would be like where ellen degeneres and oprah winfrey is you know yeah like just doing it all 
talk show. There's magazine. no, li- there's no limits and there's always something next and there's always something next to invest in and create and do. And I don't do know if ho- I could do, do a long a talk lasting show? talk show as long as they have, but um, that's a lot. I do like the game shows though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite game show? Uh, Sophia, what's your favorite game show? Come over here. Oh, she's got to <laughs> have a moment. <laughs> Matt is a game show expert. I'm a huge he can game tell you yeah. anything about anything. Uh, okay, what do you think about Ellen's uh, new game show? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, I was catching clips with Mrs. Sophia, and there were some funny parts. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that I like is the one where one of the people had to get on um, the other person's back, and mm-hmm. then the person that's eating the food has to like explain what it tastes like and then the other person on their back has to guess what food it is. So they're like on piggyback, somebody's eating food and then yeah. the other person can't see and they have to like guess what it is. Yeah. So they feel them eating it off their back? No. Oh, I was <laughs> like, oh, see, I'm not a good <laughs> game person. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, I watch a lot of old game shows too. Like I watch, uh, there's a channel where you can watch uh, What's My Line from the 1950s. Yes, and I I've love got that. a secret from the 1960s and I was watching Family <laughs> Feud the other day and I was like, oh, they can't do this anymore because it was Richard Dawson era. Yeah. And this was this was the panel that they had. They're like, Name something that fat people get compared to. And they were like... Oh, baby Jesus. <laughs> and they were like, a cow. <laughs> Boom. It's on the board. Like, they go through all these things. They're like five oh things. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> and then afterwards, Richard Dawson's like, that was a nasty question. To all you fatties out there, I'm sorry. No! And I was like, this was amazing. <laughs> they would throw yeah. under the jail for that. <laughs> I know. I mean... Yeah, I was like, that like, would never happen that. today. But I was amazed. I was like, wow, that... Is some edgy TV that you we don't get anymore. No, <laughs> you know what yeah, I just? I, I do miss some of that, and yeah. it's like now, like before a before a scripted series is even like greenlit, it gets like taken off because of one person slips. Oh says yeah. Something. yeah, I just watched um, my favorite episode of anything that's ever been on MTV. I think it's I think it's it it's beat out Teen Mom, which was one of my Tell favorite shows. Tell me. Uh, ridiculous. Here's a thing that I like more ridiculous. than everything. No, 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 no. I love, I love Teen Mom, but this, yeah. this episode beats out Teen okay. Mom. Here's why. What was okay. that? It was, a, it's an episode of the show Ridiculousness, which, by the way, is a pretty terrible show. I'll pass. I know. I agree. Yeah. It's not a great show. <laughs> but the guest on the show made was, it. Uh, was was David Lever? Uh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, uh, over uh, suspenders. Larry, Larry King. King. Larry oh, okay. King. Oh, of course. Larry King. They sit him down between Chanel West Coast and and and, 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 and Sterling, the guy who's spinning the yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes. So what do you do to the to Chanel West Coast? And she goes, I. I don't stuff. I just sit I, laugh. I, I laugh. I laugh. I laugh. And, and he goes, and what do you do to the other guy? And the guy goes, I uh, I control the videos and press these buttons. And he goes, so I'm sitting between a button pusher and a prop. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Give me a break. That is that was like, the be- <laughs> most best line. Oh my dear God! Yeah, like and then later he goes, not a lot of Jews on this show. You notice that? <laughs> not a lot of Jews getting knocked down and falling off cliffs. <laughs> no Jews and blacks on this show. That's what I noticed. I and you're like, love this. I can't. <laughs> and he goes, my career's hit a new low. Oh he just my keeps God. Every time I'm they play. I'm going to have to look this up because he's like, so, where am I? He's like, why am I doing this <laughs> yeah. the whole this way through it? Now. Oh, it's so funny. And he's because like, that's really what I feel sometimes when I'm on, when I'm working. I'm like. Sure. 
what am I doing? Why are yeah. we doing Why this? am I here? So, right. I think I was saying that for the last two seasons of Teen Mom I did. What am what I doing? Why am I here? Oh my How God. long did it take you to film like your portions of Teen Mom? Like, did they just like call you up and say like, "Hey, do you have anything going on?" And then they show up, or no? Um, they they kind of just got to the point where they would just sabotage my whole real life and then try to do all these fake, conducted, produced scenes with the producers, and that's why what? I was like, this "Really? Isn't yeah, cool like, anymore. how much of that drama that goes on on a show like that? How much of that is just manufactured by the production?" I'm just saying, I signed up to do a docu reality series, which is documentary of my life and reality mm-hmm. not a soap or a drama or like a scripted reality um so yeah it kind of really got to be like 75 percent fake mm-hmm. wow. so were they, would there be times where they're like okay now can you say this and then they're like have you do lines like that or yeah if somebody was trying to do that to me i just don't take it very nicely mm-hmm. so when they put you in bad situations would they set you up I've had them put me in bad situations. I a find of, my way out of it. A friend of <laughs> ours uh, was on a show and they they did a wedding. It mm-hmm. was her wedding. And uh, what's what's the name of the show? The Oh, Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. And they choreographed it so that in the middle of her ceremony, one of her bridesmaids would get punched in the face. That's awful. By one and of the like, cast members. And, the, and to beat all, they paid for their own wedding. A $60,000 wedding up in like Canyon Country that their parents they paid they for. They stepped on it. And it's like... Bravo didn't no, pay no, for no, anything. No, Nothing. No, no. So that's the kind of stuff I don't tolerate and I no will not way. be around and I don't want in my life. Um, and that's why I feel like, would I really be like the Beverly Hills Housewives on TV when I'm that age? I don't think so. Sure. There's a time and a place yeah. for it. And it was so, in my teen years. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> do, you, do you ever have moments where you sit back and you think to yourself, like, wh- how would my life be different if I would have just been a mom in Iowa and not done all this TV stuff? Yeah, um, I could think that, but it, it just takes so much energy to go back and think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's just like, I just keep living my best life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is where that has taken me. Um, I don't think TV is easy to deal with. I don't, you know, that's why I kind of get like a little torn between like, oh, you're going to blame the cancellation of a show on one person who said something wrong publicly. But I don't think anyone knows behind the scenes what production and executives and all those other people say that is oh, they way say yeah. more awful than anything publicly said. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so yeah. I guess what we deal with is whatever we deal with, but I think how I've navigated that over the years. I think it's pretty awesome. It's pretty mm-hmm. unfathomable, and here I am. But me being in Iowa, that just doesn't even fit in my brain cell. Yeah. I go and I visit, and I love Iowa to death. But um, yeah, at a time, I was like in deep depression. I had to move out of there. Yeah, I've driven through Iowa, and now I understand why Slipknot's mad all the time. Because <laughs> I've been in their home state. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I'd wear I a crazy now. mask and make hardcore heavy metal. That's what I would do if I lived in Iowa, because yeah. what the hell else would I do there? That's I mean, it. winter yeah. gets you like Slipknot, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've had like College World Series. Like we have the Olympics. Like I have seen the most beautiful parts of Omaha, Iowa. I love it. I'm nothing really that bad to say about it. It's just... What would I do there? They wouldn't allow me to open up my businesses. There's a lot of things that I tried to open and tried mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur or business person there, and it just wasn't welcoming. So I had to move to someplace where it did welcome me in that endeavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Now, here's a weird off-the-wall question. As a kid, 
do you remember when the elections would happen? Because Iowa's yes, like step Iowa number one. Like, like how yeah. big a deal is that for just somebody in a community? Like, it's like, do people come to your town and get I a bunch of speeches? I have to say this. Or? Like, it's like every city. When the president's mm-hmm. in town, when there's an election. I mean, people hold huge campaign groups for elections. Yeah. So, yeah, everything starts in Iowa. Yeah. So, so I got the best of the best growing up, really. Th- so you probably saw, like, every candidate came through town. and Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got to see so many different awesome i mean i mean there's a lot of amazing talented people who come out of omaha and iowa like where i'm from like yeah, warren buffett, buffett etc yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and he's still there and he's sort here of. in california yeah i love it well look it's been so cool having you come on and, yes thank and you chat guys. with us uh before you before you take off uh, some questions for, <laughs> from at home here yeah a couple, <laughs> couple quick questions uh, from the world um, well the world might be a little lost right now yeah yeah they're uh, <laughs> they, they have stuff um, <laughs> they have stuff that's what I'm going to have to say <laughs> we, uh, award show experience have you been to any award shows have you ever had any weird that's from uh, Jasmine Teach on uh, Instagram, asks. Yeah, I've been uh, to a couple of award shows. You ever have anything. any weird award show experiences? No, I mean I have some pretty like off experience. Like I'll be like, oh my god, I'm seeing all these people who I never thought I'd meet. Right? Um, weird though. Nothing like weird. I think just good. Who, who do you get starstruck by? Like, yeah. who do you see? Like, you probably run into famous people. You know what? I always like kind of get a little struck by is like somebody that my sister really loves or mm-hmm. my mom. It's like my family matters to me, but I'm like, but they're not with me here because they just don't like this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's like, oh my god! Like, I mean, like one night I've been on like on the stage with Trina. My sister grew up listening to her, playing her in her car. She just like turned 16, had her brain. I had a little freak out when Mm -hmm. I met Trina too. I get it. Well, here's the vibe. I'm like, oh my God, Trina's like having me come on stage with her. They know me. And my sister's not here with me. She would be the Mm -hmm. one who would freaking love this moment. And I mean, the same way, like with the dolphins, like I'm sidelined there. And then all the dolphin players know me. It's just weird when I am known and then I'm like, oh, I wish my family was here, you know? See, that is a good reaction. Unlike Steven, who knows that I'm like the world's biggest Avatar fan. Right. He runs into people who've been in the movie Avatar. Every oh, time what he does, he takes who, he who takes a short... I, no, no, let me no, tell no, you. He on, takes a on. video of them, and he gets them to say, F you, Matt, stop watching Avatar. <laughs> That's what he sends time. me every time Good. it happens. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of those. Uh, I got I got uh, three questions. I'm i got to watch that. I've got a quick, couple quick questions before you take off. These are from Instagram. First okay. question mm-hmm. is from uh, Georgian. Absolin, absolin, Uh First one is, is that a after, medication? That is. Uh, <laughs> after a breakup, would you rather be alone or surrounded by friends? After a breakup, I'm going to go on a trip and I'm going to forget about the breakup. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, okay, here's another one. Uh, Are you a dog person or a cat person? Dog person. I have two puppy Pomeranians. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. What are their names? Blue and Boo. That's very cute. <laughs> That's very cute. Uh, okay. Um, this is from uh, Kyle Masters. Uh, this mm-hmm. Are you a hoarder? Do you hoard anything? No, I actually give a lot of stuff away. I'm like, I'm like clean freak, like simple. What about c- collecting? Do you collect anything? You have a 
I collect my stuff that I create. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's really good. And I, I do. I have boxes of my stuff and I make sure the manufacturers are sending me a lot of my stuff. I like what I do. I love it. Um, and then uh, POB422 asks, are you high maintenance? No. I'm pretty simple. I know what I'm about and I stick to it. Yeah. And you, t- you, you seem like you take care of yourself. You take care of your own stuff. And Nobody else is going to. Yeah. yeah. Who else is? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, where can people find you on the internet? All over it. What's your... <laughs> oh, <Google>. oh, really? <laughs> you simply Google and who knows what's going to pop up, right? Pops up right away. Yeah. What about what's your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram, Farah underscore underscore Abraham. And I'm verified. Why two underscores? Like they... Somebody else already had it? You know what? I didn't even want an Instagram. So my press person made it for me. And he's like, someone stole your name. <laughs> and then he like freaked out. And he's like, I can't deal with this. Let's just do this. It was like, whatever. And that's what it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. But now Instagram now you're verified, so, so yeah. important. I so. love it. It's what the about, big one now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about Twitter? Do you on Twitter? Twitter, too? always been on Twitter. I love me some Twitter. But it's been like down the tubes lately it's like trump is the only one keeping twitter alive right now i know yeah. it's really weird and then today we had a big there was a big me too thing that came out today what also happened with that uh, i need to Hardwick's check that out that was chris hardwick there was a yeah. whole th- the whole thing there's a whole thing he but like whole thing. me too has been jumping this week though like jamie fox got accused of dick slapping some lady 16 years ago wow kevin what? spacey's Man, back to, to keep work your hands to yeah. yourself Kevin Spacey has another movie coming yeah. out. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's back to work, and then um, Kesha accused Doctor or not Doctor Luke Dr. of raping Luke Katy Perry. Of raping Katy Perry. Yeah. Oh like, my God! It's a, it's a it's a. I really it's hope a, it's a drama fest. Yeah, it's a crazy week yeah. for hashtag yeah. Me Too. I think everybody's had a little bit of enough of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like if you have multiple kids, separate. Stop yeah. judging each other. Enough. Yeah. Stop touching each other. <laughs> That's all I have to really end this with: is stop touching people <laughs> and including <laughs> don't touch me <laughs> have you have yeah. you ever had anybody try to try anything with you do you ever have i ha- ever had ever had anyone try something with me well yes mm-hmm. i have many of times and i'm i'm me too i'm done with that um so no i'm i support the times up i support the me too movements there's nothing bad about supporting that and that's yeah. Only for the well-being of, and it doesn't matter if you're only a female. I don't, like, I hear horror stories from some of my male friends. And They're I feel like there's just a common equality there. So I'm just all about equality. I don't want people touching people. I don't touch people. And I'm just, like, that's why I said I kind of have anxiety about even dating anyone right now. It's just not safe. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Tell me about it. And I have to just say it honestly. Yeah. Well. Uh, Rachel, where can people find you on the uh, internet? On the interwebs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Instagram is just my name. It's at Rachel A. Mullins. And then it gets, I like to keep things confusing. So on Twitter, it's at Rachel A. Mullins. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. For those stalkers out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Maddie? Uh, you can find links to everything at funnymat.com. Or if you're from Iowa and you love your state, please let me know at Matt Woo! Walker's. You can let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. I love it. I love it. You can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-P-H-E-N Glickman, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. And, uh, and hey, uh, lots of wonderful stuff is happening in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, we, uh, we love you for coming on to yeah. talk with us oh, about your life. You're the coolest. Thank you. Thank you very much. You bet. Thanks. All right. <laughs>